Oh, thank you very much. This is the Night Owls podcast called me. We got some stuff for you. We're going to put out one podcast a week, so help us out and subscribe wherever you listen. We've got shows dating back almost 40 years and some of the early ones are downright embarrassing. So there's going to be lots and lots of surprises coming up. This is taken from the on-air show on the 17th of April, 2022. Everybody, welcome to the Night Owls. Alan Robson with you. And, of course, this evening, we have our penultimate show on this station. And we hope you will give us a call and tell us your Night Owl memories and all that kind of stuff. Uh, things, well, a little bit like this. Twelve Fingers. Now, if you'd have been born 600 years ago with Twelve Fingers, mm-hmm. you'd probably have been hanged as a witch. Yes. Are they all usable? Wait, I haven't got them anymore. All right, what happened to them? I've had to get them taken off. So they took the spare ones away? Yes. Where were they? I'm presuming after the pinky, is that right? Yes, that's right, yeah. Wow. So at what age did they... Because I've never heard of this before. At what age did they do that? I was about four months old. Oh, blimey. They took them off as a baby, so you'll yeah. not, you'd not even be aware of it, I guess. But No. How about that? I think that's amazing. What a piano player you could have been, David. That's what everyone says. <laughs> <laughs> my mum and my nana used to always have a radio on, and <sighs> I would go along in the morning, and I would say, E, Alan, last night. I was listening to Alan Robson last night. I always had the stigma in my head about people saying to them, Hello, Alan, I'm a first-time caller. Absolutely. And, um... I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and straight to family Hello, tradition, Alan, Helen. I'm a first-time caller. That's brilliant. You obviously come from wise and intelligent oh, people. Oh, fabulous people. Good. Benwell Eldick people. There you go. Adelaide it Terrace. Exactly. Hey, yeah, exactly. You cannot whack them, can you? <laughs> <laughs> now, I must admit, I'm not going to say which number divorce this was. But I do remember finding out that she was cheating and going to a window and throwing all of her expensive electrics out of the window into the garden. But you mm. see, frankly, Andrew, I, I, I don't regret that at all, really. It was kind of <laughs> the, the, the problem is, if you do something horrible like that to her, then my guess is she did something equally horrible back, and you have a race to the bottom to see who can be the most ghastly. And well... You know, That's that true. is not only expensive, <laughs> but, you know, I don't think it's a very good advertisement for wife number five, either. <laughs> so, I think it probably comes back to bite you on the backside. I will hold this view until my dying days, right? right? Okay. Good people of Afro-Caribbean and Asians, right? My feelings are that they think that they can get away with uh, whatever they wish to do, right? And they use racism as, as, as um, 
you know, a, a thing for doing these things. I would bet you've never even met an Afro-Caribbean. I have. Okay. And I did have. he did he I'm... did he treat you like that? No. Your experience is you believe that Afro-Caribbeans think they can use racism well, and yet and the, and the and only and one that you've met didn't. So where's your experience of all of these people that have then? Uh, <clears throat> what? Yeah, you haven't got any, because the only person that you've met who is of Afro-Caribbean experience isn't like that at all. So I found a phone box, and what I phoned you up for, I was going to sing you a T-Rex song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As you did, uh, of course. Uh, but the light in the phone box wasn't working, you see, so I couldn't see the words on the album sleeve. <laughs> and you said, oh, well, just as well, because like, you wouldn't be allowed to sing it from the album sleeve because of copyright reasons. Right. Uh, so, all right so anyway, I, I sang a song to you anyhow. <laughs> so anyway, fast forward a couple of years later, I met this lass at the Mayfair, yeah. a, a lass called uh, Alison. Right. And we're, we're going talking and she had actually heard the phone conversation oh, wow. two, two years previous and I'm still with her today, 29 years What's later. What's the you know? chances of that? Unbelievable. So it's down to you, it's all your yeah, fault. Like, yeah, that's way, so. I was going to say, I'll take the blame. <laughs> Genuinely, one of the problems about your situation, and this is in due deference to it, and it's that, that you know, you're so bloody important to several of you callers, call it what you like, Night Owls, and I went to one of your Night Owls dudes years and years ago, you know, and you're so damned important that the problem is that, that, that a lot of people fail to see past that, and it's only the, the maybe the 10% a night that are really, really in desperate trouble, and mm. they, they want to talk about something, but they they won't talk about it straight away. They want to talk about something else, and they say, yeah. "Oh, by the way, and I've got this other thing that's bothering me." Yeah. Oh, yeah, what is it? And then that's the real purpose of the call, no, you know. Yeah. And you know, it's it's also a thing that you know nobody likes admitting that they've got a bit of an issue because they think, "Well, you know, does it make me less of a person?" Mm. But I go back to this knighthood that you haven't had. <laughs> and that is another thing that's pissed me off, okay? Uh, and if you think about it, over the last 25 years, you've probably only spoken to a million people. <laughs> you've probably only put right, in that million people, you've probably only put right the affairs of, say, half of them. you stabilized issues which were other than, you know, really, really bad. And, you know... And some lady who's got a traffic warden or a lollipop lady got a knighthood, you know, and you didn't. And it's something that's really ratted me because I've always thought, you know, it's something you, that, quite frankly, you deserved. And um, because you've got no bloody recognition for what's happened. You were such an important part of my life when my mum and dad split up because you were like somebody I could actually talk to properly. Uh. And there's not a lot... People I would talk to because they would just keep thinking about themselves, and mm. there was only a, around about two, three people that I could talk to at that time, and it was you and me, Gran, and that's it. Wow. And it's you made a difference in my life, and that's and that's why I owe a massive day to you. I really do, Alan. Jump in the bed with your mother, and I'll lie on the settee like I'm at work with two. Right. Nice. Right. So I'm. I'm lying in the um, in the living room uh -huh. with with it. We've got a I had a plug-in radiator uh -huh. to try and give a little bit of heat off. And I thought sure. I, I was listening to the show. And I thought <laughs> I'll just lie in here and shut my eyes for an hour or so. And that hamster, <laughs> reach, squat him in there to keep him warm. But it, that's his time of the day to, to yeah. start partying, isn't it? Absolutely. When it's dark, so uh -huh. my eyes just sitting lovely. Oh. 
I've got a cup, big new and a half before I go to work. There's the wheel starts going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking that out. <laughs> so I, rip, I ride the wheel. What <laughs> the wheel do? And I just lay down again. I thought, oh, God, the eyes were just shifting in. You know, the, the, where these subs he's what out of? Yeah. Riving on that. <laughs> I can't stop, please. Somebody just doesn't want me to put me heat down for half an hour here, like. So you took that out. and everything's against you. So you took that out, and then five minutes later, he was doing Just Dance on his Nintendo Wii. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe the generosity of the people of the North East that's come forward and helped this lady out. Um, she's been donated beds for her grandson, bedding, Barbara, fantastic, Karen, brilliant. Unfortunately, I haven't got the name of the person who donated the bunk beds. Right. Britta had the house fire and it went right through her grandson's bedroom, right. straight through into our passage and into our living room. Uh-huh. But I knew this lady needed my help. Right. So I told her I would get in touch with you and mm-hmm. the rest basically is history. I got an email back with a load of names that were willing to donate <laughs> things to help this lady out and her grandchildren. You're amazing. You've helped literally tens of thousands over the years and hundreds of thousands uh, by your actions, by your kindness, by your advice and by helping out all of the charities that we've felt were important. Now, just before we dive into the show, and we're going to do that literally in about a minute's time, it's Easter. Happy Easter, everybody, if you're a believer. Happy Passover, because we're in that as well. Happy Ramadan. Oh, that's going on as well. So love to all of you. Thank you very much. A lot of people saying that they don't understand what Easter is, so I'm going to tell you very, very briefly, because it's the kind of thing I've always done over the years. It was a thing that the Christians stole from the pagans, and it had been running for about 10,000 years before uh, the Bible and all that kind of stuff. It was before, immediately before Christianity pinched it, uh, it was Oestra. Now, Oestra was the name of a goddess that they believed in, and it was a time when nature gave rebirth, it was reborn. The the world is, uh, everything dies and goes to sleep uh, in winter time. Then in spring, it is the time of rebirth around March into April. Uh, The March is the spring solstice. By the time you get into April, it's the rebirth has begun. Now, that's also where bunny rabbits come from. Easter bunnies. A lot of people say they don't understand the whole Easter bunny thing. Uh, Bunnies are fertility symbols, and they've used them for thousands of years too. Eggs, a sign of rebirth. You get it? See, so that's where it all comes from. I'm going to take one more call uh, after this. So this male stripper was really well built then? I'll tell you what, it was, he was, it was down the, le- the length of it was touching his ankles. Get away! I'm not kidding you. You're exagifying. No, I'm not. That's your honest truth. i tell you what, I wouldn't like it on me nose for the what. <laughs> I'm telling you. It was absolutely huge. And you couldn't get over it. You couldn't get over it. And Nicola is with us in Durham. Hello, Nicola. Hello, Alan. I'm, I'm a first-time caller, and I'm very nervous. Hey, thank you. But I'm a long-time listener thank since 12-year-old, oh. and I'm in my 40s now. <laughs> right. Well, th- <laughs> thanks for hanging on in there. Appreciate it. No bother, Alan. 
Are you there? Still? Yeah, I am. Yes, I'm just listening oh, to you. Oh yes, thank you. Yes. So, um, my first memory is the first time caller I used to listen. The caller I used to listen to uh-huh. was May from Bishop Bishop Midland. Yes. Can you remember May? I can absolutely. Yes, of course I can. Yes. Special. Woman. Yes. She was, and then I have memories of Heather from Peter Lee. Yes. Years ago, uh-huh. and then of course Hazel. Hazel from Gateshead, of course, yes. Davy the Milkman. Always, yes. Yes, Bodie from Ohio. Uh-huh. And Kelly, who used to ring years ago. Durham. Who used to work in the chemist at Durham. Sherburn Village, yep. Yes, Linda. Yep, Barrisford. And, um... Who else have I got? And Neil, not forgetting Neil. Of course not. And, jo- and Eleanor and Bernadette. Yeah. And the other man, I forgot his name, was his chair, the CD man. He always used to come on, but he never spoke. Hello, Alan. He just used he to just, go. Yeah, I've <laughs> got some Jeff. Use, yes, Jeff, of course. Yes, that's right, Alan. Yes. <laughs> so many lovely memories. And Binny, she yeah. used to be my favourite um, outlet. And Rosie, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. But um, what I always used to love was when you used to play your tricks. On Wayne. Right. Oh, I used to have good day, laugh. I used to laugh till I nearly cried, Alan. Well, we're going to be playing one or two of them on next ah, week. Sure. Oh, fantastic. When he, you took him for his colligate, colligate, colligate stuff, what, what would I can't pronounce it? Yeah, we, we got him uh, a tube <laughs> placed up his bottom and we got him yes, cleaned yes. out. Yeah. Yes, and there was something with the monkeys as well. Ah, blame me. There was far too many e, funny e, things. Alan, yes. It is. I can't believe how long I've actually listened for and like how old I am. And <laughs> it's just, you're going to be so missed because your voice has just helped us over the years, helped us go to sleep. And mm-hmm. you're just like a member of the family, Alan. Well, I'm, I'm honoured. Thank you for that. That's you awesome. are and you, you will be missed. And there I am. How you ever got married again, Alan? Yes. Um, um, you have to Jen. To Jennifer, yes, I have. Yes, oh, fantastic. Right. Good. Yeah. I thought you had, but I, I wasn't sure. And then also, I remember uh, when you had Gaynar working there, and Paolo, I liked them too as well. Yeah, nice folk. But yes, so are you not going to be doing any more now, Alan? Well, I'm, I'm aiming to find a way to make it happen, but just not, not here. So watch this space. Right. If you keep checking oh, Night, Night yes. Owls on Facebook, Facebook and oh, YouTube, yes. and obviously Robson's yes. World is, is the website. So there's there's yes. places for you to look and we'll let you know and we'll oh, yes. maybe start yes. a notice board as well so uh, everybody knows yes. what's happening. Do you still keep in top contact with some of the other night owls? I've never heard them on. Well, Davy was on fairly recently. Um, yes. Linda comes on still all the time. So yes, yes, every now and then I'll get a I'll get a message from some of those that are, are older. Because it, it's cyclical, you know. You get a group and then yes. you get a new group, yes. then a next group, yes, and you do. and so it yes. goes. But it's it's, all, it's always special. And also, I used to always laugh when Stewie used to stand in for you. Ah. <laughs> And he used to try and do your, oh, get to those phones, 0191. And he used to go try and do Alan. He, they were brilliant days yeah. then, brilliant, happy, Alan. Happy time. Well, thanks for, for coming through no with me. No bother. Nick. No bother, Alan. And yes. I love you and you. Our legend is the North East. 
Well, you're very kind. Thank you, Nicola. You know. Thank you, Alan. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. That's sweet. 0191 Get your calls in. Chris taking them. Ben Mabon says, Hi, Alan. Love you. Thanks for introducing me. Uh, to my colleagues and friends, Clary, Scary Fairy, and Richie, the blind legend. I met them in person. It is the best feeling ever. Thank you, man. Hey, Ben, you're more than welcome. Time for a bit of music, for we are on Greatest Hits Radio this week and next week. Uh, and then we have been set free for the first time in my life. So we will uh, endeavour to get Night Owls back on track. We uh, There are machinations, there are things going on behind the scenes. So fingers crossed, you never know. Anyway, let's crack on, get as many of you on air as possible. We want your memories, we want, your, we want you to play the anagram game if you fancy too. Uh, how do you feel about sending uh, illegal migrants to Rwanda to be sorted out? Prices of food, petrol, hotels because of Brexit all going crazy. Uh, the Ukraine still has the world on the brink. And Sean Dice sacked by Burnley after overachieving for years. And of course, everybody's talking about Bruno. Uh, Newcastle is buzzing tonight when I, I was driving in. However, let us get to Anna, because Anna is in a place we may be ghost hunting this Friday. Can't confirm it quite yet, but we could be heading roughly in the South Shields direction. Hello, Anna. Hi, Alan. Hello, Darren. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you okay? I'm champy thing. What you got for me, darling? Just a memory, really. So, um, going back to, I think it was about 1998 when I won tickets to go and see Halloween H2 or at the Metro Centre Cinema, I think it was the U... GC or something at the time. Yes. And the, the story at all, I don't know if you'll remember it, it's quite funny. I was about 15 right. um, in 1995 and I was stood in a queue with my mum in Phoenix, as the deli used to be. Yes, remember it. And I used to enjoy the seafood pescatora that they did and it had bits of squid and prawns and, and all in a nice oil. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I used to particularly enjoy the, the tentacles and this time I was stood in, in the queue, there was a rather nice looking boy in the queue alongside myself and my mum. Right. And um, I said to the lady, I really love the testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Rather than the tentacles. Oh, um, and yeah, that, that tale got me some cinema tickets, so. <laughs> Tremendous. Brilliant so, yeah, story. I just wanted to share that, nah, that little memory. And just, Happy days. Uh, and thanks for the... Um, the Who's Hits as well last week because obviously I won that. Oh, so. brilliant. There you go. Still still winning after all still these winning. years. That's still the business. Winning, yeah. Still hey. winning at life. Keep winning, Anna. Thank you for calling. Great to have Thanks you on. Thanks a lot, Alan. Thanks, Take Alan. Care. Bye-bye. Bye. So, there is Anna from South Shields. Matt with us from Sunderland. Hello, Matt. Hello, Alan. It's been a while, mate. It has. Welcome back. Good to talk to you. How are you I'm doing? Well, Do you know, the first time I ever spoke, well, I was introduced to you on the radio mm. was, oh, it was early 80s, and... We were camping out at uh, the City Hall Steps, Newcastle, for tickets for a rock concert kind of thing. Brilliant. So you used to get your sleeping bags and camp out, and somebody had a transistor radio. We used to listen to your show, and a few people used to run around the phone box and give you a ring and stuff and be stupid. <laughs> and it was absolutely brilliant. So then, then in the 90s, I used to ring your show regular, Matt from Sunderland, and I was on pretty yeah, regular. You were. Had some great conversations with you. Uh, one of the ones was about, do you believe in aliens? And I think... Somebody had spotted a spaceship or a UFO going past mm. South Shields heading south 
and then the scene of flashing away had gone and I think I had said they probably got down to Hartlepool says that's where they hung the monkey put the afterburners on and shot away before they got captured <laughs> Tut. anyway after that conversation we were talking about life on other planets and I had said um, I think we could have actually planted life on the moon with leaving the buggy there and a bit of bacteria on and mm-hmm. it could be millions of years but we planted life and it was a national newspaper I think picked it up the next day you that's were right. telling us yeah, and uh, it ended up on a national newspaper so everybody used to listen to this show in, including people from national newspapers Yeah, it was funny because I, I got to find out later on that now I, I can tell you roughly where it was as well you know where the centre of life is now? Yes If you cross the road next along there's like a, a pub restaurant on the corner but the offices right. above apparently used to have local journal this is before people could work from home on their laptops there used yeah. to be offices full of freelance journalists who were looking for stories and apparently they started looking for stories from 10 o'clock at night till 2 in the morning because they just listened to night owls and would pick up a story and write something up and then release it to the local press the next day. So it was usually like the day after or the day after that, all the stuff that we were talking about would suddenly find its way into the Daily Mirror or the Sun or the Star. Or uh, If you remember, there was another one. What was the name of that paper that used to always do outrageous stuff? Oh, I I know the one. The you one, it says... Uh, an aeroplane's landed on the moon. All those yes, kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Didn't last very long, but we got we got loads of our stuff on there, which is probably <laughs> more in keeping with what we did than the than the Mail or the Guardian. But uh, no, it was fascinating because I, I ended up talking to some of those journals, and they said, "To be honest, Alan, you've made my living." so much easier because you know if somebody comes on and says uh, my company's just done this to me and then they yeah. ring up the show we'd ring the person and ask if it was alright to pass the phone number on boom it's in the press over the next couple of days so uh, no we, we had, well, a, well, we we had we a actually business running pretty well, much we we actually run we actually had a conversation about uh, needles in, in for young diabetics in Sunland and the next day mm-hmm. It was changed where they could get the free pen needles because yep. um, it was a young girl that I knew that was only about nine and she was having to use these massive needles. Oh, crazy. Um, and but Sunland had a, like a needle exchange at the time for for people with drug abuse problems and stuff. Right. right. Uh, cost nothing, but this young girl, I mean, she's up now, mm. but uh, she had diabetes and celiac and she 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 had to use these big needles and she was only about nine i think at the time and the next day you tried to get her to go national on a a papers or whatever but she wouldn't do it she wanted the anonymity or her parents did and uh, anyway sunland council i think they changed the rules over that conversation Brilliant. So the kids got their needle sticks and stuff, you know, the, the little the little tiny ones where you just press it and Absolutely. it does an automatic kind of thing. We see some of the things that we don't particularly plug, because um, the thing that I've always hated, this is like just running a parallel, the thing that I've always hated is whenever any celebrity goes into a hospital, they always have 19 photographers with them from various newspapers. I've visited hospitals every year around Christmas, Right the way through the years I've been on the radio, never took a photograph 
because it's not that's not what it's about not as far as I'm concerned so when we'd get somebody on that had a problem and the council needed a show of ring the council the next day and that yeah. that was usually par for the course to say look I'm going to be talking about this for the next couple of weeks what's your standpoint well you'll have to go through our press office well I haven't got time to go through the press office so I'll just say what I think then and they went oh wait 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 wait, wait. and then usually yeah. you'd you could then get to the person that you needed to get to and say, look, I'm not going to name you, I'm not going to name your council if you do something about it. And sometimes yeah. they did, sometimes they didn't, and if they didn't, then I'd talk about them a bit more and kind of ratchet the the pressure up a little bit. So it's you just do what you can to help, you know, that that's the, the only way that we look at it. We're not going to kind of blow a trumpet about it because it's, it, it's what you guys, that's what you did by ringing in. You know, you yeah. wanted to get some help, so it, it's no different to to what you did at all. But uh, the I idea think collectively, collectively, the night owls and yourself over the years have made a lot of difference to a lot of places and a lot of things. I hope so. I, I would love to think. Do you so. know? Yeah, I think I've so. just worked out how how long it is since I, I spoke to you last. What's that? Do you know how long it is? No idea. It's nine grandkids ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, congratulations, anyway. Well the eldest one's 18 or something. I, yeah, the eldest nice. one's 18, the youngest one's uh, months. Right. But uh, yeah. I nine grandkids now, Alan. I'm getting old. The last time, the last time I actually seen you in person, I was in the Great North Run. I run past you and give you a wave. Chow, yeah. But you wouldn't have recognised me, man, because I was as fit as a fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> a lot fitter than what I was when I used to ring the show. Yeah, I brilliant. couldn't have run 200 yards then, and then I'd done a half a marathon. Brilliant. All right. All right. Hey. All good stuff, Matt. Thank you very much indeed right. for coming on. Really appreciate it. to speak to you again soon when you get your new show, wherever it is. Bless you, man. I'll do my best. Thanks, right. man. Bye-bye. Good night. There you go. It is, and he's right. It's like kind of a family thing, isn't it? And also the voice of the Northeast, you guys were kind enough to call me. And it's funny, the amount of people that I bump into, usually uh, in airports or, or abroad or even down south and in peculiar, the least places you'd expect. And you hear, had to hear your voice on the radio because I didn't realise I was fully home until... We heard that voice. Well, uh, anything that I've done to be part of your world over the last donkey's years, I really appreciate. So thank you for that. Let's crack on. We have Sinilla, who is with us in North Shields. Hi, Sinilla. Hi, Ellen. This is your Sinilla, sweet like vanilla. <laughs> I could, couldn't possibly forget. <laughs> oh, thank you so, so very much. You know what? Uh, when, I, when I met you, actually, Ellen, and when I left the studio, I felt like strong as gorilla, not just sweet like vanilla. So my actually <laughs> fondest memory is to basically interview you in your own studio. I hope it's not your worst memory. But Ellen, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, uh, what is that? Absolutely. You know, the, the reason just it, it always stayed in my mind and heart in the most authentic ways was that it was your generosity of spirit. You didn't need that interview because you were famous all around the world. I was a small broadcaster and you gave me all that time. And not only that, all the questions that I asked you, you responded to them with such honesty, integrity and such transparency. And that's just created such a wonderful bond. And uh, we just have uh, like, you know, we were so fluid and, and the conversation just like you know went like a river it was beautiful especially when i asked you um ellen what is easier to leave 
women or wine? You said I left wine long time ago, but I could never leave women. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Sad but true. Absolutely. So true. All right. Okay. Honestly, um, I would say, Ellen, that you know. Uh, that interview actually just will always have a very special place in my heart. It did me a world of good as well. And I knew that you were doing it to help me out with that. But it was a wonderful opportunity for me to just create that platform where people would get to know you as a person. They already do. Mm-hmm. But you have always been more a listener than a speaker. So for you to just share those wonderful stories of your life right from your childhood and then of course you know you 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 being a great name in america as well and all those like you know uh, horror films and stuff and all that it was it was absolutely a beautiful story that you know i, I was able to share with the rest of the world so it was my greatest greatest honor and the um, one thing which i would never forget alan and that was when you said that, you know, if you continue being that kind and good, Sunila, you would be my next wife. And I said <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> I said, if I, if I told this to my husband, he will send you a thank you card. Because <laughs> <laughs> it never let a chance go by. It's, it's how I've always felt about women. <laughs> oh, my God. Ellen, you were so wonderful. I just think that you have been the biggest and the greatest listening ear of the Northeast. And I, I, let me just say this, uh, take this opportunity to say that you made everyone feel so safe around you. Uh, they could be themselves with you without any fear of judgment or anything. And you just made everyone, every single person feel so valued. And they literally have a, you warm their heart and they just, just just developed that great sense of belonging with you. So, Ellen, I, I was just going to say that, you know, um, this is not the last time we are speaking to you. You are going to make a horror film, didn't you? You said that in the interview. Well, I mean, I've got the face for it, so why not see it through? <laughs> You're going to contact me for the part of the witch as well, you promised. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ellen, can I just ask you that, you know, I hope I didn't make you uncomfortable during that interview or anything no, at all. I think of course not. No, not so at all. Was, not at all. Okay. I, I really, really wish you all the very best, Ellen. Uh, you are the top guy, really, as, as you said in your interview as well. This is our Ellen looking after us, loyal, steadfast, and trusted. That's exactly who you are. I, I have no doubt that you're going to continue to spread your lives. You know, both as a candle and the mirror that reflects it. I absolutely love you. We all love you. And just, you know, if you have whatever you choose to do, I'm, I'll be more than happy to work with you, even if uh, as a tea lady or something. Please don't forget me. No, I will not. So, now, lovely talking to you. Thank you for coming back on. Appreciate okay. your time. Thank you, darling. Take care. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. Huh? Lovely lady. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. You are fifteen minutes away from uh, your first clue, so get ready for that. And uh, also, Suzanne says, "Sue from Washington. I have you on the big screen tonight. Looking good. I normally listen, watch on my tablet. My husband moved the TV in the bedroom so I can be comfy. And uh, how about that? On Good Friday, my husband and I went to pick our daughter up from the central." station. I looked at the windows at the Litton Field to see if I could spot anything ghostly. However, I did see a group of obviously drunk youths. They'd pinched a wooden cross from the church. Ah, that's horrific, isn't it? And, uh, but thank you for letting me talk on the night else. First call I made, 2018. There you go. Uh, that's uh, Sue from Washington. 0191 488 I hate people that, that damage 
uh, cemeteries. You know, they're supposed to be the people that we love the most that we place in there. And uh, they deserve respect. 0191-488-3188. We have Kelly from Durham. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Hello, Kelly. How are you doing? Hello, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Good to hear from you. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) it's been probably 10 years, I think, since the last one. Absolutely. And I remember one of the earliest times when I freaked you out by telling you when you were going to die on the death clock. Do you remember? Oh, God. Yeah, you probably did. <laughs> that was probably a while ago as well. Absolutely was. Hey, well, good to hear from you. How so, are you doing? I presume I'm you're not okay. still in the chemist at Sherbin. Uh, I'm still in the chemist. <laughs> Get away! Fantastic. Am, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Well, you must be promoted by now. Are you not like a pharmacist or something? No, still loving it. Right, well, that's great. You keep enjoying, lass. Great to hear from you. I know, well, I thought I'd best win up. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody's talking about the you know the great names from the past, and that's you, really. So, fantastic! Thank oh, you. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> uh, it was uh, we were you know we we got on really well, and we had a lot of fun. That's a that's what it's about, you know. When we're thinking about it, so thank you for all yeah. of those calls. Because I must admit, we oh. we did take the Mickey out of you relentlessly for about it's going to be like five years, you know, non-stop, and that that takes some putting up with. So, thank you for that, Kelly. Yeah, well, I'm used to it. <laughs> well, you are now, but it was my fault that you had to be. That's the thing. <laughs> Tremendous. That's fine. But no, down here, I'm still best friends with Jane. Great. That's good. And then I've got a beautiful little godson, Jack. Fantastic. So. It's all good. I'm now, good. Auntie, I'm now Auntie Jelly. That's <laughs> Auntie Jelly. Fantastic. Yeah, Auntie Jelly. That's grand. Hey, I'm glad to hear you're doing so well. Thanks for coming on, Kelly. Happy, happy memories. Thanks, darling. Take care. Bye-bye. There you go, Kelly from Durham, who uh, was a a regular back in the day, in the 10 years since last we spoke. 0191 488 3188. Or you can WhatsApp us on 07863 431. 837 and just tell us that you want to get on and we will do our best. We do have lots and lots of people trying to get on and, and next week will be even crazier because uh, we've got a couple of little things planned. Some of the Wayne stuff, because we had Wayne on last week, we're going to be playing some of the madness that we shared together on the show on next week's uh, madness and it will be next week. Uh, we have Skip from Mount Skip, which is a good place uh, to be called Skip, I suppose. Hi, Skip. Hello, Alan. How's you? I'm all right. What can we do for you, man? Good. Well, I've got three things for you. Okay. I've got one of those that you first heard here on Night Owls, and you're always up for one of them. Right. Um, a fortnight ago, you asked for road stories. I've heard you ask a few things. Yeah, that's right. I've got a quick road story for oh, you. Oh, good lad. And... You know when you do the maths, I don't know if you've ever done them, and you get the final total, and it looks as if the maths don't add up. Yes, oh, yeah, I'm I'm crap at maths, so, yeah, absolutely. Ah, well, I've got one of them for you. Right, okay. grab your mobile calculator. Oh, no, no, I'm old school, I'm going to do it in pen and paper, lad, so... Oh, good luck, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, then. If anyone at home wants to try the maths, grab your mobile calculator. Yeah, do it with the calculator. Just while you're doing that. Okay. You men, next time you decide to take two seconds time out think time, 
check downstairs to make sure you're still carrying twins, not triplets. Take the next two seconds time out. Think time check out upstairs. It's a knock and bet there'll be one of you men listening to this show tonight. That's if it's not the one that's hosting it, who has got breast cancer. Right. You don't take those two seconds time out. Think time. That day you're due not to wake up. It's going to come around a lot sooner than what it's due to. What, Are you ready, Alan? Can you, before you move on, because that's that's heavyweight right there. Uh, men having breast cancer, you never think about, because obviously uh, a lot of the women's charities wearing pink, check your breasts, all this kind of stuff. What sort of things should men be looking for then? Is it the same? You're looking for for a lump in the in the general area of the of the nipple, or what? Where where should we be looking? I think you should be looking on uh, YouTube. I think right. That's the best place to have a look. I think they, right. that's what I would have thought. Right. Okay. Because um, I've got, I've honestly, I've not got any idea. I've right. Got no, that's okay. Um, but you just you raised the subject. So, night owls, have a look online and see where we should check ourselves. And then, even if we just get that out tonight, it would be worth it because men should check the same as women should always check. Absolutely. Right. So, crack on then, mate. Go for it. Right. Your first two seconds, time out, think time, come click. In the next 30 seconds, one of you out there somewhere, you are going to time an RTACI, two of you in the next minute, 120 of you in the next hour, 480 of you, 10 p.m., 2 a.m., night hours, the length of this show, 2,880 of you in the next 24 hours, one day from now. Put 2,880 in your calculator, times that by 365. Oh, blame me, right. Yeah, this is... Do this on your calculators, because there's no way I'm going to be able to do that on uh, by hand. So carry on, right? And I haven't got the answer, I need that. Oh, right, OK. Fine, OK. Uh, well, I think they'll be doing that now. Great. It's that bit, 1 million and 50,000. Jesus. And that's according to the Road Safety Charity Campaign Group break. <sighs> if you haven't had a look at their website, can I suggest you educate yourself? Absolutely. I've been on the phone. Since those figures were released, the death rate's gone up by 250,000. Wow. At 1,300,000 of you in the next 365 days, 100,000 of you in the next 28, 25,000 of you in the next seven. One death, 13 serious life-changing injuries. At 1,300,000 of you in the next 28 days, some 325,000 of you in the next seven. You should now have 14, 1.3 million Therefore, times your 1.3 million by 14. That's 18 or 19 million or something like that. Mm, it's a lot. 365 days, one year from now. Curiosity. Ask your calculator where you will be five years from now. That's about 90-something million. Mm. Husband, wife, son, daughter, mom, dad, brother, sister, auntie, uncle, grandma, granddad, mother-in-law, brother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-in-law, what do you think? One and three, thirteen. I'm looking for a lot of you. Thirteen loved ones. Times your total by thirteen. That gives you somewhere around one thousand two hundred million. That's a lot of heartache. It's mm. a lot of pain. Terrifying. Painful of tears. It doesn't come close. Yeah. It'll be why did you? If only you. You should not. As for you, why did I? If only I. I should not. And what you should? Two seconds. Time out. Think time. That's all that it takes. And in return for taking those two seconds time out think time, not only will you save your own life, and you will save your own life, you will also save the lives of your loved ones who you have with you. Husband, wife, son, daughter, 
mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, grandma, granddad, list goes on. Yeah. Not only that, you will also save the lives of somebody else's loved ones. Their husband, their wife, their son, their daughter, their mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, grandma, granddad. So their list goes on. Maths in reverse. Share your total by five. That should be 365 days, one year from now. Got no idea, 200 million or something. Share that by 365. I'll give you one day, 24 hours from now. Share that by 24. That'll give you one hour, 60 minutes from now. Share that by 60. That'll give you one minute, 60 seconds from now. Share that by 60. And by rights, you should all be thinking the same thing. But your maths don't add up. And you'd be right, your maths don't. Times your total by 60. One minute, 60 seconds from now. Times that by 240. And that's 10 p.m., 2 a.m., night hours, the length of this show. And since those maths were put together, the death rate's gone up yet again by another thousand of you each week. A new mobile calculator users don't help. Next time you decide to use your mobile calculator, it turns out to be somebody else's lucky day. PC, hey, PC, seek to you. Six penalty points, £200, fine. Dirty license insurance premium increase. When it turns out not to be, and the two of you kill, whoever it is that the two of you are going to kill, do not think it's only right that the two of you should be jointly charged with conspiracy to cause death by dangerous driving. If you think about it, that's what you'll do. You'll conspire together to carry on with that phone call, which will lead to the two of you killing whoever it is that the two of you are going to kill. No, you're a good driver. Ask a couple of questions. Who was the last person to tell you that you were a good driver? Why do you tell yourself lies? Let me tell you how good of a driver you are. You're that good of a driver. You and your good driving isn't going to stop that cattle truck. That's not going to stop at whatever junction it is that that cattle truck's supposed to stop at and killing you and your loved ones, is it? No. That's how good of a driver you are. Yeah, that's good of a driver. You and your good driving is not going to stop that cattle truck. That's not going to stop that whatever set of traffic lights it is that it's supposed to stop at and killing you and your loved ones, is it? No. That's how good of a driver you are. You're that good of a driver. You and your good driving is not going to stop that cattle truck that's going to come speeding around that bend that you're coming up to, killing you and your loved ones, is it? No. That's how good of a driver you are. Speeding of that bend that you're coming up to. If you don't take your two-sentence time-out think time a long time before you get to that bend, won't be you going around the bend, will it? It'll be those loved ones of yours who you haven't just killed with you. Right. Um, I'm going to, just going to stop you there, Skip, because you, you've gone on a fair bit, and all of it is essentially we're all going to die and all of our relatives are going to die horribly. Is that right? Oh, I, oh, I know to you, sir. I, definitely. Okay, well, happy Easter to you too. Oh, one nine one four double eight three one double eight. Hey, Gan Canny, Divin Dunch, don't use your mobile phone when you're driving. There you go. Let's crack on. Michelle is next, and she's in Bladen. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Alan. Hello there. What can we do for um, you? I've got a memory, well, a couple of memories to share with you. Oh, please, so, please um, do. Go for it. about... 37 years ago. Blame me, um, right? I chanced me arm on a Friday night. I used to phone in. I was only about, I think, about 13, 14. I used to do in my piece to yes, yes, like jokes and things. And Crazy songs night and on a like Friday. That. Yes, uh, absolutely. I think mum and dad would have been in the club. That's the only reason I would have been let loose on the phone. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, right. I, I, used to, so I used to sing 
and God knows how you stood it because I've been chucked off the karaoke a few times and things like that. So, but never mind, I chanced the arm and I said, can I come and, can I come and meet you? Can you show us around the studio or something? Sure. And you said yes. Mm. And right enough, yeah, yeah, people got in touch and my dad dropped us off and you met us. Had a tour around the studio, um, you know, like where you kept all the records and things like that. And you put us on the radio live and shouted out my dad a few times because he was in the car park and um, kind of bullied at him into kind of coming up and he was mortified and while laughing my head off <laughs> and things like that. And honestly, it was just a great experience. I had these desires that I was about 13, 14 to be a radio presenter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just was amazing and it stuck with us all my life. And when I heard over Facebook um, this was kind of happening and it might be the end of the shows on Greatest Hits, I thought mm-hmm. I'll give you a phone and just kind of jog your memory about that. Do you know what I mean? Happy times. But I tell you what I remember most is you had these massive denim flares on and you had obviously the long red hair as well and that's what I remember because we didn't know what you looked like. Right. Um, and that's what I remember as well. Do you know what I mean? So. We have still got the long hair. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, in, a, it's in a ponytail down my back but that's, that's where it is. But yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. I, I used to cut me hair in, in in the middle times I did it like a Bruce Willis where everything was cut super short and yeah. then uh, Jen said well, if, if you could wear your hair anywhere how would you wear it and I said I'd probably have long hair again and I, th- <laughs> I think it does look a bit silly when it's just down do you know what I mean <laughs> but uh, but I'm I like it where it is now, so at least I've kept that. Everything else has kind of moved a bit south, but apart from that, we're we're not doing so bad. But hey, Michelle, that's lovely. Thank you very much for coming on. Happy times. Happy times. You take care. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Bye-bye. How nice is that? There you go. A little bit of a guided tour. I've been doing a, a little bit of that over the last few days too. 01914 88 Don't forget that first clue. And another star coming out at night in about, ooh, I would say about 40 minutes. So get ready for that. Peter from Gateshead's with us too. Hi, Peter. Hi, Alan. How are you? I'm all right, man. Thank you for coming on. What are you talking about tonight? Right, I'm just bringing up, uh, I've just uh, to it's great that what you've done for the northeast, um, and ca- uh, you might not remember, but my mother, she's long gone now. Um, you christened her Tank Girl. I remember Tank Girl, absolutely. Lillian from Liam Lane. Absolutely. Uh, she phoned you up just after my father died, very yeah. lonely. Yeah. And you absolutely made her so happy, you know. That's good. Um, she, she wrote the play for the Cademan Hall. Uh-huh. With the pensioners, and they made a film of it, and yes. it's on YouTube. It's brilliant. It's a canny life. Uh-huh. You know, sitting in, sitting in me, me old house on the Lean Estate with, with the son, the wayward son, and the, the young girl, the floozy. Uh, brilliant, you know. <laughs> and you used to chat to her every, every, every other night, you know. Absolutely brilliant, you know. And just just a thank you, just happy memories. No, so I, I remember when, when she first came on and she was broken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, raised a family with four great kids. We've all done well. Mm. Um, you know, my father passed away, and yeah. she was very lonely. But we were all rally round. But mm. she, she was a, she, you know, she was a, she was a woman who. She's from Lowfell. Her father died in the war. Mm. Just, to, just as the Second World War started, he, he was sent to put blackout curtains up in Lowfell, and he fell off a ladder and died Give the night before he was subscribed to go away. Wow. You know, 
so her mother brought her up. Um, uh, so she had a tough life. Um, oh, she did. I just remember when she when she came on and she, uh, what you've said is exactly where she was. The yeah. she because she even said to me that the family had rallied round. But she oh, said that yeah. it was at late at night when she was suddenly all alone and the house is empty and yeah, yeah, that was yeah. The I moment. mean, she used to write poetry and um, you know, as I, as I say, she wrote the Cali Life and all the yeah. all the pensioners. It was great for her to get out and Absolutely. get amongst people, uh, yeah. and it was brilliant. And it is, it, it, I still go back and reflect on the on the old YouTube video yeah. and watch it, you know. And but it was a comfort, you know, Alan, and that, that's what you'd be in for the northeast, a comfort for people. Right. You know, so just a, from me, just a big thank you, you know. Which we're, sitting in, we're sitting in Washington Village with our great friends, Glenn Feynman, absolutely the best people in the world, my wife Sharon and my son Scott. We're having a barbecue. Well, we had a barbecue. Yeah. We had their parents around the day and they're in the 80s. Uh -huh. And just reflect on life, you know, and, and it's, um, you know, what you what you done for me, Mom, you made her happy, you made her smile. And you made also all laugh when you christened that time, girl. That was brilliant. <laughs> she was on the oxygen tank, you know. That was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And we're still now, you know, when the family get together, remember Tank Girl Lil, you yeah. know. Hey. Yeah, she was a butler. She ran she, listen, she was a, she was a she was a girl, she 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 she, she trained as a nurse, she trained as as a draft person. Mm. She went she was a union official in a swan factory and in the sixties she um, become a swing coach, right? Uh, and people forget this, you know. She, mm. she, to me, she was my hero, you know. Absolutely. Um, right. She took uh, swimmers to the nationals. She ran Felon Swimming Club, mm. Heaven Swimming Club, secondary treasurer, coach. And when she, she's only a little woman, but she was a she was a big little in height, but big in stature. And when she boomed down that line, you had to swim like hell. <laughs> move, move, move. Brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, and, and her life was taken away when my dad passed. Yeah. And, absolutely. you know, it was lonely. And would she absolutely love talking to you. Uh, love talking to you. And that's a... And I can only thank you for that, Alan. That's and I'm sure, my honour. I'm sure, I'm sure, thousands and thousands and thousands of people around the North East would do the same, you know. Yeah. You've been a star, fella. Been a star, fella. Right, thank you, Peter. Loved everybody that's yep. there. Have a, a good end yeah, of the barbecue yeah, with a, with yeah, a tip yeah, or two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're going home shortly. We've been out for, from three o'clock. So. Oh, but you take care and an absolute pleasure. And God bless and good luck, whatever you do. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Ah, nice stuff. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. Whatever you want to talk about, pick up your telephone, give us a ring, and we show you talking memories and stuff. We've got thousands of them. Stuff like this. Open this drawer. That's a vibrator. Right. Mainly, my sister's only just turned seventeen. Right. And to say I was mortified because it wasn't me that found it. It was actually Charlotte's dad and his friend. Right, oh dear. And I was like, took it into my mum. I was like, mum, what? I think you should know. And she went, e, that's mine. I've been looking for it. Because <laughs> each call is a story in somebody's life, usually, or a strong opinion. And the end tagline... You never, never know until you get there. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. Paul South Shields. Hello, Paul. Hello, Alan Sunshine. How are you doing? I'm fine. That two weeks in a row. That's never happened for twenty years. 
Have a wallet. Go on then, Paul. Yeah, we're gone. Uh, oh, it's more in tune than when I've done uh, House of the Rising something with Susan <laughs> the first thing. Because <laughs> I'll listen back to that and be my gold. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, we're we'll going anyway. Right. Even the nerves is terrible. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Things though, it's, it's the pressure of the moment. I'm gonna chop this up with firewood. <laughs> but, do you know what? One of the one of the real lasting memories was me and uh, Susan and the and the bands doing um, <sighs> Monster Mash. Yes. And then my dad even got involved when he was alive. Yeah. <laughs> he said he used to you up as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he says, what the hell's wrong with this Robson fella? He's always going on about the size of these bits. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got it oh, flaunted, God. Paul, that's the thing. Well, well that's the thing. Yeah, helicopter <laughs> and all that jazz. But, uh, honestly, um, I mean, um, you know, you're on a boat when you're out in a boat and you bump into people. I remember seeing you in Sheila's Hospital, I think it was. Yeah. Your dad was. Yes. When your dad was poorly, I mean, uh. who the hell... You wouldn't expect to see you coming along the corridor, but you did. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. But, uh, oh man, so many memories. Alan is just kind of, uh, uh, kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> it's a family affair, Paul, always has been, mate. It's a family affair. <laughs> yes, indeed, my friend, indeed. Sly and the family, Johnson. Well, we've done that as well, haven't we? The Johnson family. <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> I'm, oh, I'm so annoyed with myself. I'm gonna. Don't 
don't, don't be, don't, don't be daft. It was, it was, it was, it was what night else is. If you'd have sang that perfectly well, it wouldn't have been representative of what we've done over the years. Face it. Oh man, do you know what? Uh, I, I mean, I'm I feel guilty as hell because I haven't been able to get on, you know, all these years. Don't, don't be daft. Jobs just screwed it up, you know. Don't be daft, mate. Don't be silly. Because no. me and you have been good pals, mate. Absolutely. You know, I value your friendship. Me too. I really do. Life gets in the way, Paul, as always. I know. I'm so going to go off now before I get too emotional and I'm going to have another beer. <laughs> you do. Enjoy. Love to the family. Thanks, Paul. Yes. Take care, man. Bye bye. No, it, it's it's yeah, yeah. Smooth. Have we ever been smooth? Mm. <sighs> it's a long shot, isn't it? Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight, and it was <laughs> it was funny because in the week I got sent an email from somebody in the business. I should not name who because they uh, I don't have their permission to mention, but they they're a, a national. Uh, radio person uh, and television person for that matter and he said I always used to love Night Owls as the best radio programme I've ever heard because it was not smooth because it wasn't streamlined and perfect it was just people and uh, you handled them very well which I was grateful for and that's what it was and uh, he put a PS in I know you've won more awards than the rest of us and I don't know how you got away with it <laughs> and neither do I oh but it's because we did the stuff that nobody else did you know there was a lot of talk shows but uh, they didn't have Blade Runner super quizzes and ghost hunts and history nights and all the uh, grizzly trails and you know all the the stuff that we we did pantomimes uh, did, people didn't do it Owlvision song contest so many things that nobody else did and that's the key you know that is the key for the future I know a lot of people believe in uh, networking non-stop music left right and centre but when the world regains its senses it'll come back round to needing people that you care for and respect and want to listen to and talk spontaneity and all of that. I've always thought that was one of the most important things about radio. Anyway, let's move on. 0191-488-3188 is the number to ring. Hope you do. And or WhatsApp us and let us know what you want to do, say, etc. Or if there's just some message you want to put up, we can do those kind of things too. We're off to Nottingham now, where we find Glenn. Hello, Glenn. Hello, Mary. You all right? Yes, good, mate. What can we do for you? I don't know about me. Just here, mate. The last time I seen you, mate, was... Do you remember when you were in the Metro Centre? Yeah, I've, well, I've been a few times to the Metro Centre. Which which time? What was I doing? Oh, yeah. I think you opened it. I think it was about 19... Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, we... we 19... Yeah, I opened it. 1987. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, no, I remember. Uh-huh. Right. 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 That was the last time I seen you, mate. Yeah, but there you go. Well, <laughs> thanks for coming down. Well, I listen to you all the time, though. Champion. That's, that's the main thing. Yeah, all right. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for saying that. What are you doing in Nottingham, Glenn? Uh, I moved to get married. Wait, to get married? Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's supposed to be more women down there than men. Is that true? Uh, wait. 
<laughs> well, you're not, yeah. allowed, you're not allowed to look now you got a wife, I suppose. So <laughs> you, prob- you probably haven't noticed. But anyway, hey, well, thank you for listening anyway, Glenn. Well, I'll listen all the time. I'm going to miss you all. Yeah, uh, well, it's nice of you to say. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You're going to be a big miss. Well, thanks again. Thanks for coming on, Glenn. Much obliged to you. Yeah. Ah! It makes me want to say that I'll stay, but we'll have to find a new way of doing what we do. And as I say, a wheel's in motion to try and make that happen, and we'll do whatever we can. 0191 488 3188. We've got Sandra from Beacon Loft. Hello, Sandra. Hiya. Hello, love. What can we do Hello. for you tonight? I just wanted to come on and say I've been listening to you. On and off for years and years. Oh, I cannot remember how many. Right. And I've helped us through some funny stuff like when I had cancer and that. Right. I'm uh, glad to be of help. Oh, great. I just used to and um, that was 16 years ago. So uh, when my husband used to be on night, I used to be on right. when I was lonely. Yeah. And a bit frightened at first when he first done it. Um uh-huh. Yeah, so... Hey, but so, how, are you? how are you? You mentioned the cancer. How are you now? Oh, fine, yeah, yeah. Great. Um, I'll be having my 16th birthday on the um, 6th of June. Fantastic. So I'll be 16 for my second life. Hooray! <laughs> no, uh, brilliant. So, yeah. Brilliant news. Plus, I remember is your um, New Year... Your uh, New Year party thing? Yes, every year. I danced round, yeah, I used to dance round the kitchen many times on my own to them. Fantastic. And I love it. Now I don't even know kind of anything is good for on a new year well that's the funny thing a lot of people said that there were you know people weren't going out so much over the new year and nobody had anything to listen to and you had to have somebody sober putting the CDs in (laughs) or or putting a mix on their on the computer and it's not the same as having somebody shivvying you along so uh, I I, I genuinely hand on heart never celebrated a new year at home uh, until Two years ago, it was the first. Wow, uh, my first one. So, because uh, I've always, I've always done the New Year's parties. You yeah, see. yeah, you've always been on there. I've <laughs> <laughs> been the one to do the music and that, and we've been the one to do you know the dancing and drinking. Right, uh, that's great. The, the great thing about it was though that apparently a lot of the pubs and clubs just used to put that on. And they didn't have to bother about any music. They just stuck the wireless on, f- and they knew for four hours it would be non-stop. And they knew non-stop. it knew, yeah, they'd be the we'd all sing old Lang Syne, and, and that's pa- what I like. Old Lang Syne. Yeah. And we had people. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm mad. <laughs> uh, well, we're glad you were mad enough to ring in. Thank you for coming on, Sam. Oh no, Adam. Thanks very much for us. That. I know. You take care. I will. Thank you very much. Rachel's with us in Edinburgh. She sent a text in to say she may just do this too. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Trouble. How are you? I'm very <laughs> well. Good to hear from you. Is everything <laughs> oh, good? Oh, how can you leave us, Alan? Honestly, the darling of Newcastle. <laughs> well, it's, it's not a question of wanting. It's a question of being pushed out the door. So uh, uh, oh, it's just I'm, I'm on a music station. They've been kind enough to let me prattle for a, a couple <laughs> of years. Uh, but they, their long-term purpose has always been just to play music, and that's what they're doing. So uh, we, we'd have to find another way of doing night owls, and we will. Isn't it good tonight, though, listening to all the old crew and all the memories, eh? 
It's great. Hey, they're always there, you see. They're always there, but they're normally just listening. So it's nice to, to uh, rattle them and get them back on and tell me what uh, what things they like the best or what call yeah. they remember. Because it always I brings mean, it back to me because I've got a good memory for, for you lot, as you know. We all love you. Well, thank you, Rach. <laughs> Appreciate it. Did you get my card okay? I did. Thank you very much for that. It was lovely. Thank you. Oh, good. And I'm going to embarrass myself tonight, if you want. I've got a little poem I wrote for you. Oh, OK. Let's have that then. OK. So it's like in honour of the crazy night, do you remember? <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. The Flash is Blade. There is a kind man named Alan Robson who rides the radio waves so very well. He spends many hours listening to callers and all the stories they have to tell. From listener in Benwell to caller in concert, the list is endless, it seemed. Also a rock show, road shows with bands and nights with a crazy flavoured theme. With dulcet tones till the early hours, he kept us company many a time. Odd visits to Metro and deep care for his audience, he always had a timely good answer across the line. Seems good things must come to a due. Mike hung up and outro played. How much we will miss him across the airwaves northeast. Thank you for your service, War Flash in Blade. Dave, well, thank you, Rachel. <laughs> nice work. Thank you. <laughs> That's it, really, just to say hello. No problem. Great to hear from you. Stay well. Thanks, Rach. Take care now. You bye. too. Bye bye. Ah, that's nice. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. Get your calls in. Whatever you want to talk about, we can do that. Oh, there's a whole host. Of, there's all kinds of stuff happening in the world. Or you can have your night owl memories because uh, tonight is the penultimate. Night Owl Show, the last one will be next week and we've got a few little treats for you that I think will make you smile and now don't forget to go, ooh, who's the star this hour Oh, uh, talking to a member of Free we nearly always talk to Paul Rogers I've also got in-depth interviews with Andy Fraser before he passed and Simon Kirk I think Simon the drummer is on tonight uh, telling me his story about the band 0191 488 3188 let's go to West Yorkshire now Ian with us. Hello, Ian. Hello. Hello, bit. Hello, Alan. Hi. It's been a long time since the last time I spoke to you. Uh, probably the late 90s. Play me. Well, welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I moved away. From, I'm originally from North East, but I moved away a long time ago for right. university. And uh, But I used to be, in the 90s, a, a regular caller. Right. And, uh, and I have mem lots of memories from, from Night Owls. And... Uh, so it's it's kind of like revisiting, you know, something that I haven't listened to in a long time. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Right. Um, but I've heard I've heard the news, you know, about uh, what's happening with Night Owl. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, all I can say is that uh, you know you miss, you know, the world of radio is missing out on something great. It should it should continue forever, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, Thanks, man. No problem at all. Uh, but I've had lots of good memories along the way. You know, there's lots of memorable calls. You know, there's there's been ones which have been a little bit down. You know, <laughs> there's been like suicides and things, callers. But uh, yeah. but ultimately, it's been there's been a lot of great memories as well. You know, like the ghost hunts. Yeah. Um, I myself remember a lot of uh, Metro Radio road shows. Uh, I actually met you. Um, this would have been ninety three, nineteen ninety four, something like that. And I don't know whether you remember, but um, you remember the Stobswood Open Cast Mining Site, which was <laughs> up at Northumbria. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, so, 
uh, my dad used to work at that site, right. and um, and and I used to go along to to this place in the summer holidays with my dad, and and God he used to go into, into the actual open cast pit mine. It was great fun. Yeah. And one one day they had an open like an open uh, day yeah. where all the public were invited, and they got to check out all the um, dump trucks and and the, <laughs> able to go into the mine, etc. And Metro Radio were there, and they had a um, like a big trailer, and um, I can't remember uh, who it was who was running this, but there was had, the, had competitions going with the public, like yes. Mallet's Mallet, uh -huh. and I was on there, and uh, and I, I won Mallet's Mallet, and I got a Labatt Spears cap, <laughs> and uh, and you were there as well, and you you signed me an autograph, and it was a picture, and I remember it vividly, although I've lost it since. Right. Um, it was a, a little A5 picture of you and your silver RX-7 outside the Eldon Square, and it, it was signed in gold pen. But when I asked you to sign that, I, it was at the very end of the day, right. and I stuck my head through your car window, and I said, can, you know, can I get your autograph? And you give me that. And I said, you know, it would be really cool, Alan, if you, if you could like do a bit of a wheelie. <laughs> it's an RX-7, this is awesome car. And you basically said, um, yeah, but I don't want to like get my car messed up with the stone chips, and then he just kind of like drove off. <laughs> that, was, that was the only conversation I had with you in person. You know, <laughs> it sounds exactly what I would have said today. Just exactly. Yeah. The same. Either I don't want to get it covered with mud. I don't want it chipped. Don't take the chance. But no, that's brilliant. Well, thank you for coming down. I remember that day. It was like a little mini road show kind of thing that we had. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, funny days. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I, have you thrived in West Yorkshire? Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, although it would it would be nice though, you know, if, if um, I was able to get, you know, the metro radio on the on the local radio, but you know, obviously, different area was right. was able to unable to do so. Hey, don't worry about it. Um, so, what, what's what's going to happen now with with uh, your show with a podcast? Are you still going to have the we're night owls thing. We're going to do uh, a night owls podcast. That's that's a given. Where we're going to share some of the greatest calls of all time because we got thousands of them tucked away. So we're going to share some of them. We're doing our ghost hunts every Friday on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we're doing. Uh, we're, we're seeking out a way to do night owls as well. Hopefully for a couple of days a week, and then spreading it across the week if it if it all works out the way that we're hoping that it will. So we're we're planning to try and cover as much as we can. We also got a website called Robson's World, where for those people that like the ghost hunts or whatever, there's a whole load of things there that people can download. So we're trying to get as much stuff out there as we can. But the main plan, the thing I'm working on hardest at the moment is to try and find another way to get night owls to cover the same size area if not greater than the one that we're on at the present moment so that's that's what I'm hoping for oh that sounds good well I've, I've certainly followed um, you subscribe to the YouTube channel um, yeah. I will ask this though yeah can you bring back the old type of night owls music because I know that it, it changed a bit mm -hmm. yes do you know what you want to mean yeah. Intro music. No, absolutely. We it used to be for a, a little while, uh, the a, a funked a funked up version of, uh, and that might have been a spelling mistake. A funked up version of uh, 
the 1812 Overture for a little while. Yeah. And then we brought Little Plum back, which was the one, because that was the one actually before that. So uh, th there's a variety, and, and people would like to hear all of them again. It's, uh, yeah, it was it was a violin one was, was the most iconic. Well, that's the one we, we have brought back, and that's the one that we use at the beginning of tonight's show. So it's, oh, brilliant. it's still kicking about. That's called Little Plum. It's been with us probably the longest out of all of them. But... Uh, Great to hear from you, Ian. Thank you very much for coming on. Hope no to bump into you again along the road. Thanks for coming on. Take it I easy. I hope so too. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. There you go. 0191 488 We're not stopping there. We're going to Weshy. Washington, in fact, we have Russ. Hi, Russ. Hello, me, miss. How are you doing? I'm all right. Good to hear from you. What are you talking about tonight? Uh, a couple of things, mate. A couple yeah. of things. Um, right. Sunday nights aren't going to be the same without night owls. It's, no. it's going to be so odd, you know. <laughs> but I've been a, a listener since mid-80s, I would say. Good man, thank you. Round about there, yeah. Um, my best memory, um, try to put a year on this. I'm going to see about 89, I think. Right. When Crocodile Shoes was out. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was the time when I started um, as a driver on the road, and I used to miss a few shows, you know. Right, gotcha. To me, uh, uh, at that time, you couldn't record like you could now, you know. So mm. I phoned in one night asking for, uh, I think it was Series 2, Episode you know, 3 or 4, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And Alan from Ashen. Uh -huh. If he's listening tonight, God bless him. <laughs> he said there's a... Uh, um, wasn't a DVD, because they were out then. Be the VHS, was it? VHS, that's the ones I like. Right. Keeping lots of things. <laughs> and God bless me, sent us it. Uh, within about two or three days of me requesting it on your show, you know. Brilliant. And that's how great the night owls are. You know. <laughs> it's we funny because you know a lot of people think oh uh, Night Owls it's about a charity and about this and about that the bottom line is if somebody needed anything and it didn't have to be anything you know like vital you just wanted to see that episode so somebody had the episode and it sort you out that's always been the, the, the grassroots of it all you know anybody that's got what somebody else needs will sort it out for you Aye, fantastic. It was yeah. fantastic. I was, I was over the moon. So I enjoyed the rest of the series and uh, I didn't miss an episode. <laughs> Thanks to Alan. Hey! As long as I was useful for something, man, that's the main thing. Yeah, definitely missed. Um, I nearly bumped into you. Nearly? In Florida. Right. In 1994, I think it was. Blame me. Right. Uh -huh. I was on your show a couple of weeks later on, and you had just come back. All right. I thought, hang on. I was there then. <laughs> <laughs> and you were talking about Universal Studios. Yes. Uh -huh. I, and I thought, bloody hell, I was there. <laughs> and, you know, we could have actually met up. There you go. Hey, tell <laughs> you. In Universal Studios. That would have been... So surreal. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. Bizarre. I, I haven't been back since because um, I went to the other side of the, uh, the planet to, to, to Thailand for a, a few years. And All right, right. I want to get back to Florida because it was a beautiful place. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's bunny. Bonnie Plate. Right. Hey, well, great talking to you, Russ. Thank you for coming on. I'm glad I was I'll helpful to you. Yeah, what's that? Put this out here. Okay. Uh, just for the two, Normie. Uh -huh. um, my cousin United to dear. 
100% praise to the, the team and how deep they dug and they, they never let anything slip and mm. they kept on going and good old Bruno finished the job off fantastically. I um, just want a massive shout out to them lads. They thoroughly earned their three points that year. So no, they, well cer- done, lads. they certainly did. Well, and imagine if Newcastle can get two or three more Brunums. Hell's teeth. Oh, good God. <laughs> I'd be in a trap of say, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, good talk to you, Russ. Thanks for coming on. All right, mate. Take care, Paul. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Funny thing, and this is just a casual aside that I'm throwing in because I know you like the little behind-the-scenesy kind of tidbits. Uh, I had different personas. I don't, I've always been just me, as you know. Uh, but in different places, I had a slightly different perception to audiences. If I went to Norway, because I hosted the Hell Blues Festival for a a lot of years, if I went across there, I was this music guy who knew everything about music, so they thought, and uh, oh, it's Alan, he knows this about his blues and rock and da-da, and, you know, mixed with the likes of Aerosmith and Uriah Heep and Gary Moore and State School, a whole batch of, of other people over there, but it was very much Alan's the music guy. When I was doing American television... I was the dark, slightly scary, spooky guy that freaked people out on the television shows. And in Britain, of course, I was the radio, hopefully, your friend on the wireless. And uh, one of the funniest things happened, I was in a theme park once, and an American came up and was completely freaked that I would be there because his impression of me from the television was that I was this scary, spooky creation. And he came walking up to me in in horror that I, <laughs> that I was there. And uh, are you are you on vacation? Yeah. <laughs> what? It was just, it was one of those otherworldly kind of weird things that you had to be at. Crystal's just been on. Just wanted to send an email about the show, about something that's widely been uh, discussed by the public. I want to get your opinion. Uh, if you've seen the video going around of Will Smith attacking Chris Rock at the Emmy Awards, um, uh, as everybody or most people found it funny, I thought it was disgusting the way Smith chose to deal with it rather than privately like a mature individual does. This, in my opinion, is why so many celebrities struggle with depression and find it hard to open up about mental health and take uh, their lives. Sometimes it's not about the fame, it's about how they're treated because they're just like you and me, human beings. Uh, Will should be held accountable. I know he apologised, it was too predictable and not from the heart. I think Chris deserved better not just from Will, but the public too. Um, I hear that, Crystal. What did I think about it? I think it was wrong. Um, If you want me to speak from the heart, because I always have, I felt sympathy for Will Smith and his wife because sometimes people who don't know you insult your family in front of your face and quite expect to get away with it. And it's one thing insulting me, but if you insult my family, that's a that's a just that's a step somewhere else. Um would I smack the person that did that? Not on television. 
um, is a fact. Um, do I have sympathy for Chris Rock? Well, the Ricky Gervais and the Chris Rocks of the world who want to insult people for a living, uh, they take their chances. And, if, you know, sometimes karma comes back and bites you on the tail, as it did for Chris Rock. Um, it's probably made him more famous than he ever would have been. Um, Will Smith has it done him harm. They always say no publicity is bad publicity. I think that was bad publicity for him. Yes, it was disgusting. No, he shouldn't have done it. I'm hugely defensive of family who can't defend themselves and kind of understand how it happened. That's, that's where I would put it. Hey, let's face it. If you just, just put this in a human situation, not showbiz room full of celebs. You're in a pub. Somebody comes in, has a right pop at your partner, male or female. How many bars in the north do you think somebody wouldn't get a slap? That's my point. Oh one nine one four double eight three one double eight. Claire is Claire's with us in New Zealand. Hello, Claire. Good morning. How are you? Hello, Claire. What can we do for you tonight? Uh, I'm just I'm instantly transported back a number of years, just even staying on hold. <laughs> um, I used to call you back when I was in high school. Um, and I was in Annick in Northumberland, and then I called a number of times um, after a few drinks when I was up at university in Aberdeen, <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure that I've called once or twice from from Auckland as well. And I also got regressed by you too when I was about 19. Yes, so you were. Lots uh, of memories. That's great. Well, how's things? How's life in New Zealand? My goodness. Yeah, good, good. It's been such a long time since um, since I've heard the Northeast accent, so my accent's probably going to change as I'm talking to you as well. <laughs> no, things are good. I've been um, I've been out here for fourteen years, and I came for six months. So life has taken a different turn to what I had anticipated, but it does that sometimes, doesn't it? It absolutely does. So, what are you doing down there, Claire? Um, so I am a teacher now. I'm oh, a really? primary teacher, so I teach six-year-olds at the moment. Oh, fantastic. Um, and I've got uh, married and I've got two young boys as well. So Brilliant. life is very busy. <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm glad that everything's working out for you. Tremendous. Thank you so much. And it's it's a big change for everybody to not have you on the radio um, and you're going to be very sadly missed but I just wanted to say that there's just a huge amount of memories listening to the show both things that were just absolutely hilarious and you're crying with laughter listening and then ones that are just so poignant and so intense and you just handle them all beautifully so yeah you're wonderful <laughs> well, thank you claire it's uh it's an honor thank you for coming on we really appreciate your time thanks for ringing what time is, is it there not a problem it's gonna be some stupid uh, time where is. you are <laughs> it is five to eleven on monday morning well <laughs> yeah We've hit a new day before yeah. we've hit a new day, which is great. Hey, we'll have a tremendous one, and thank you for ringing in, Claire. Bless you. 
Not a problem at all. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. How good is that? We dove straight into the calls, but we have many, many to share with you. I'll tell you something else. Look, I'm a taxi driver, and so most of the nights I've got you on... Um, Thank you, man. Um, when customers get in, and like, I usually turn it down. Yeah. There was one customer a couple of nights ago says, Oh, the Alan Robson, I'm nerd. She actually sat in the car outside of her house for about 10 minutes with me meter running. <laughs> and then um, listening to you, and says, oh, I'm, I'm going to go in the house now and put it on. We spent from 7am till 10am on the morning, at Monday to Sunday, sifting sawdust for horse poo. Oh, that's just stupid. That's wrong. Because the horse is not going to give a monkey's when it's sifted or not, is it? The horse couldn't give a... No, a, a poo, <laughs> literally. One of them. <laughs> but no, she was absolutely meticulous about it, and she would even come down to the yard. She was 92, she would come down to the yard and inspect every stable wow. afterwards to make sure the whole lot had been sifted out. And then, of course, we found out what goes into a sausage. Sausages, they put the jaws and all sorts in, and the munch it all doing. Sometimes you'll get a bit of gristle, or you can get a bit of bone in the sausage that hasn't been minced properly. They do use eyes, because eyes is classed as meat, not fat. The meat content is normally stated like 95% meat. Yeah. And eye is meat. And I've seen it done. I've seen eyes gone in, tongues, and it's always meat, isn't it, for sausage? So presumably it's like penis, testicles, cheeks, scalp. Out. They've got a boning machine that steams all the meat off the, off the head. Oh. So nothing goes to waste. Right. So the black and green could just be the colour of the sheep's eyes? Well, it could be the pupil and the little bit of iris around it. In your sausage room? Green eye, eye. And it left watch where it was gone on the way And you can't always get it right. Now, do we have a bad man as singer by any chance? I think we do. So we'd quickly go to Leslie, who is in Newton Aycliffe. Hello, Leslie. Ah, uh, how's in the middle of our street, our house. In the middle of our street. Um, Leslie, that's madness. That's not bad manners. Oh. <laughs> but thank you for trying. Oh, no. But are you after a girlfriend? Yeah. I don't know what to do, to be honest with you. Really? How old are you? Ten. You're ten? And is there somebody at your school that you quite like? Maybe. Maybe. So that's a yes, really, isn't it? And are you able to talk to her, or, or does it get a bit tricky when that happens? Tricky. Yeah, no. It's awkward, because you don't know what to talk about to women. So, have you ever spoken to her, or is she always, like, surrounded by her friends? Yes, it's always surrounded by her friends. Right. Does she know that you like her? No. Right, because that's the thing. I have to admit, I was a bit of a chick magnet in um, year one. <laughs> it was about half past two in the morning. Right. I was outside on the balcony. I just heard this guy from the balcony above, like, coughing. And I was like, oh, what's that? So I, like, looked up, and, like, there wasn't anything there. My head started getting wet, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> oh, no! And it, it was this guy, and, like, it started going from coughing to bleh. Oh, and there was this guy, like, no. puking all over my head. Oh, that so, is like, disgusting. Yeah, it was horrible. Welcome to Benny Dawn. Have you had a girlfriend yet, then, Kyle? Yeah. Not fancy getting another one? No, I'm staying single for the rest of my life. Oh, you are? Was it so bad with a girl, was it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you don't have to convince me. I take no convincing. Middlesbrough, we're heading towards Helen. Hello, Helen. 
Hello, how are you? I'm all right. Thanks for coming on. What's your story then? And my story is from when I was very young, 20 years old, mm-hmm. when I used to work at South Cleveland Hospital, it was now James Cook Hospital. It is, yes. Um, very young, auxiliary nurse. Um, I used to work on the stroke unit there, Ward 15 and Ward 14 for elderly care. Right. And my entertainment was you. Hooray! <laughs> That's fun. How are you able to do it, though? Because it's, it's super well, quiet on the wards. <laughs> well, there used to be a dining room right. where everyone used, we used to take the residents during right. the day. Obviously, I was working night shift. Yeah, yeah. And we'd be all sat together, and you would be on oh, <laughs> as the radio in the background. So, so the only good. time you, that you'd miss a bit is if any of the With residents had any... When we have to answer any... a buzzer, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> or do your nightly turns. And I bet everybody went... Who would go. <laughs> I bet they all went, are you going? No, I'm going. No, you go. I can imagine... Well, me. I was the youngest one at the ah, time, so it was like a mix of ages. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and oh. I was... We used to howl laughing at some of the things. That's great. And it used to was our entertainment and night shift. So Excellent. Oh, well, thank heavens I was useful. That's great. <laughs> but you got some stories <laughs> from their mind. Um, yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> Any, you can, quite tell? A lot Any you can tell without naming names? Um, I don't know. Um, I tell you what, we used to get up to some terrible stories, um, especially on Friday's 13th. We used to all... <laughs> con each other and do horrible things to each other like the usual things like Clinfield over the toilet and um, we've had I've had where we brushed down like a nurse like um, when I was in, in the emergency admissions unit we did have somebody that um, thought it was very funny to put talcohol over the face and have the the pretend blood coming in like oh, you know no. like pump this person and it was just a joke, <laughs> which wasn't a joke, <laughs> because we were all running around like idiots. But you've got, but to, you've got to have a dark we sense of humour, though. You've got to have a dark sense of humour when you're dealing with, yeah, with, with life you and do. death. Yeah, you do, you do. And they were all, like, brilliant. We all, like, held each other up, and it was just fun, you know. There was always, you knew when it was Friday the 13th, when it was going to happen. <laughs> just didn't know who, who it was going to be. But, yeah, we had a lot of fun, uh, a lot true. of fun memories. Uh, well. Yeah. Just, but one thing I put on the um, yeah, do remember like listening. We all used to listen to you on night <laughs> because it was our entertainment. Fantastic! Well, I'm glad that I was uh, of use to you guys. Thank you very you much. Were. Cheers, and now. you take care. I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> How about that, nurses? Listen, and we we've heard so many stories of people that uh, in the middle of the night had us on for whatever purpose. And we thank you. One of the funniest was a, a pensioner in a in a care home, and uh, she <laughs> she used to share her radio with uh, the the woman in the next room. And at night time, both of them would come together and listen to night owls, and uh, they fell out. And we ended up having to buy a radio for the other woman because there was no way. Um, I don't even think Henry Kissinger could have managed to uh, sort out the uh, the grievance between those two women. And I did try, actually went to try and, uh, and sort it out. And it was never going to happen. It was just cheaper and similar to buy issues. So they both listen in their own room and not worry about it. 0191 488 
double eight, and we have a whole host of uh, juicy clips to share with you and I think that's where we are uh, but we will get as many of you on air first it's time for a quick one of these I've just been informed Greatest Hits Radio Are you looking for love? Look no further Go to the all new Greatest Hits Radio Dating.co.uk The home of great singles The Sky Broadband Spring Sale is here <laughs> Okay, okay You'll jump for joy at our Spring Fiber Special for just £25 a month for 18 months with the 1995 setup fee. It comes with super fast speeds, award-winning service, and amazing value for just £25 a month. Don't miss out. Go to sky.com today. Superfast 35 ends 28th of April, usually £30.50. £35.50 a month after 18 months. Prices may change. Average download speed 36 megabits per second. See choose.co.uk, see sky.com. Thank you. A theme park. A wildlife park. How about both in one place? Flamingo Land Resort, where the animals are wild and the rides are wilder. Dozens of rides for thrill seekers, families and kids. And an award-winning zoo where you can get up close with animals from around the world. There's also the Holiday Village and Splash Zone. And more great family entertainment on site. Flamingo Land Resort, fully open throughout all the Easter holidays. But now at flamingoland.co.uk. The time has come to reinvent the way this country is run. The British people have been let down by the behaviour of political leaders who have lied again and again. I stand before you to make a solemn promise. I may get things wrong. I will almost certainly make mistakes. But I will never lie to you. Dead Lies. At the Tyne Theatre Newcastle this May. Book now. Deadlies.co.uk If you've been injured in an accident at work, talk to Harris Fowler. With over 25 years' experience, we've helped thousands of people claim compensation to which they're entitled. Our experienced and specialist team are ready to fight for you. It's no win, no fee, no risk. Call Harris Fowler today on 0800 213 214 to see if you have a claim. You've got nothing to lose and perhaps a lot to gain. Harris Fowler. A personal injury solicitor. You could save money today on your van insurance with mustard.co.uk. Authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Greatest Hits Radio. Proudly supports the Child of Britain Awards 2022. Raising funds for our charity, Cash for Kids. We're getting ready to celebrate amazing children. Oh, I'm ready. I'm 11. And I live in Linfield. I'm so excited to be nominated for the Child of Courage Award. Read more about Reggie's nomination and other courageous children. Ahead of the Child of Britain Awards this summer at greatesthitsradio.co.uk. Robson's Night Owls. The phone-in that gets you talking. And two clues down, two more clues to come. You'll have them very, very soon. And Mark just wants to tell everybody he lives in Thornaby. Uh, if there's anybody that knows where there is a, fl- a framing, a flaming framing place <laughs> in or around Thornaby, please uh, let us know. 0191 488 or WhatsApp us 07863 431837. Few people asking about the ghosty hunts. Are we still doing them? Yes, of course we are. We'll be there 
there every Friday. And uh, if you become a supporter, you get the raw mix on a Tuesday and a, a conversation live on air that you can join in with on a Tuesday. So there's a, a few things if you're interested in uh, in getting involved. Just watch any of the shows. It'll tell you how to, to do whatever it is. Uh, whatever it is you got to do, and then you do whatever it is you got to do. Mm. Yeah, that's how technical I am about it. Let's talk to you guys. That's the most important thing. And then we'll have a brief chat with Brian Johnson of ACDC from one of the earliest times that I met with the man. And I uh, got to know him reasonably well over the years and still love him. Uh, so what we'll hear about... Uh, a little bit from him very, very soon. But Susan's with us, and she's in Sherburn. Hello, Susan. Sherburn. Sherburn. Yeah. That's what I said. Hello. Hello. What can we do for you tonight, Susan? Yeah, right, I'm really a bit nervous. Um, That's all right. Um, I've got a lot of celebrations going on this year. Right. After the, um, two years COVID. Right. Um, we actually having some happy times in our family orphanage. Good. Um, my husband's seventy next month. Oh, congratulations to him. Um, then my daughter-in-law is forty in August. Right. In September we will have been married fifty years. Hey. And in October, my youngest daughter's forty. How about that? And it's all the it's all the top of the numbers as well. It is, yeah. No 43s and 29s, they're all, all on the nose. Well, we've had a 47 and a 41. Right, I know, congratulations. <laughs> so what are you doing? Are you having parties? Or what are you going to do? Well, to... Um, my husband didn't want a party. Right. Because he had parties. He wanted to go away. Right, good. We wait until it's till September, we're going to go to Turkey for two weeks in September. Oh, that sounds great. Yes, to, to this nice hotel. Right. Well, we've always wanted to go to. Excellent. Um, we did. We were going to go to York for his birthday for the day, mm-hmm. but some of one members of, of our family is waiting to go to the hospital for a heart uh, operation. Oh, blame me! So right. That's all a bit of a year. Right. So I think it might just be like a party. Right. Like sort of surprise thing. Mm. And the two girls, I don't know what we're going to do for them yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least there'll be happy times instead of miserable, mithery ones. Yeah, that's a long time for it, Yeah, oh, blame me. The last two years have been just like wading through porridge. But uh, but we're getting there, slowly but surely. And now we hopefully... I have spoken to you before, a long, long time ago. Right. Um, it was, you once want to see people to ring up, ring in. And say about it was Valentine's Day, right? About um, embarrassing things, yes. Uh huh. I don't know if you can remember. I can remember asking. You didn't get the letter in time, but you got it on the Monday, right? And you actually read it out, and because he's done so many things over the years <laughs> and still tries to embarrass us. Um, what's his latest one? Um, so I was going to Turkey because it's been over 10 years, right? Sometimes his sister comes. Uh-huh. So he'll say, I'm the man with two wives. So one day he'll take her down for breakfast. The next day he'll tell me. Some days he'll take two of us. <laughs> and you can try to take a look at it to say, well, which one's they? Well, we'll do the hell, we'll do the hell. <laughs> and we'll go to the restaurant and he'll say, he'll say, I'm the man with the restaurant. I must be two wives today. Excellent. Oh, my God. You must be very, very tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
love you. Yeah. Good. It was nice to talk to you after all this time. Always a pleasure, Susan. Thank you very much. You take well, care. I'm very, I'm very sad that you're leaving. Like, what do we get? Well, you know. What are you going to do in the future? Well, it's, it's sweet of you to see it. Thanks for coming on. There's Susan from Sherman. Michael, who is in Kenton. Hi, Michael. Hello, Alan. You all right? I'm good, mate. What can we do for you tonight? It's your memories thing. Oh, um, good lad. What you got for me, then? Well, it's about how you, how technology's changed over the years <laughs> and how you used to listen back in the day. Right. Um, I can go back to... James Whale, mm -hmm. um, and when I was listening then, it would be the transistor radio Trendy. with, you know, them little earplugs you could get. Yes, like uh, equivalent to buds nowadays, yeah. Aye, aye. I'd have one of them, and I'd be in bed, and I'd, I don't know why, I pull, I used to pull the covers over my head, but I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why I did that, probably because you're sort of hiding and you've got school in the morning, Absolutely, you, know? you don't want your mum or your dad to come no. in and, and lob you one. Aye. Right? So I did that for a few years, and then after that, I sort of upgraded to another trans transistor radio, but a bigger one. Posher, yeah. But I, I, had, I had a bit of a problem, though, because my plug was at the other end of the room, <laughs> and my bed was at the other, so it wouldn't reach. So I oh. thought, well, if I get a, a one of them ear plugs that's got a long lead on, that right. might reach. So are. actually, I did that. Brilliant. So I did, I did that for a few years. <laughs> And then after that, I upgraded again, and I got it. You know them, um, like boombox sort. Of yeah, thing. yeah. Everybody had them back uh, in the, the day. Big one. Yeah. I got, I got one of them. Of course, I had cassettes in as well. Right. And um, what happened at the time is I started to work night shift, and I thought, oh, how am I going to get ruined this? You know. So yeah. I used to, um, I used to record a bit of the show before I went to work. Right. But I couldn't, I couldn't get rid of it because it would run, you see. Right. And then um, when I was on the night shift, when you started the ghost hunt thing, yes, I was really into that, especially the Halloweens, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, I don't know how I'm going to get around this now, but what I did is, you, you remember the Walkmans? Yes, uh-huh. I bought one of them, and it had a cassette in and the radio on. It was a bit, a bit posh. It was right. the size of a brick, but it was a bit posh. <laughs> and I thought, well, when I'm at work, how am I going to do this? I thought... It's a 90 cassette, so 45 minutes each side. Yes. And I thought, what I'll do is, I'll put it in my locker, and I'll sneak in, and I'll start recording at 12 o'clock. And I used to do that, because you had to actually physically press the button, you see? Ah, right, yeah. So I'd come in, <laughs> into the locker, get it going, and then, but I had to time myself to come back 45 minutes later. Right, to do the, the rest of it, you know, the second side, turn Excellent. the cassette over uh -huh. and then record the, the, the next bit. So I'd make an excuse, oh, I'm going to the toilet, you know, because uh, the toilets are in the same place, you see. Right. So I, done, I did that over a number of years, you know. But um, you see, even just the, the, the loyalty to be able uh -huh. to have to plan all of these things, I take me yeah. out of to you. Thank uh -huh. you for that. That's brilliant. But I mean, sometimes the reception with your little Walkman in the locker wasn't like, wasn't yeah. brilliant, like, you yeah. know. But I used to get in the next day and then I could listen to the, listen to, well, most of the show anyway, oh, you know. Excellent, excellent. Um, I used to, um, when I was, when I would go back to the 70s when I had the transistor radio, I mean, couldn't phone in at the time because we didn't have a phone right. back then. Uh -huh. I mean, I was brought up not far from you. I mean, your Ben will, 
area. I was brought up in Stanton Street, you know, it goes down to Nunsmore. No, I know exactly where it is, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, that's where I was brought up in the 70s. Right. And, and I didn't even think, I can't remember anybody who had a phone in the street. Right, yeah, at yeah. At the time, yeah, you know. So, wasn't anywhere phone in the end, so I'm a first time caller now after all these years. Right. Like, you know, Chandler. right. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> there's one call, one call I remember, though. I'll take you back. It must be the 80s. Right. Um, you were talking to this this young, what sounded like a young lad, and he was. You were talking for two or three minutes, and his voice was really, really quiet. And then at times he was like, it was almost he was whispering. Yeah. And I thought, why is why is he being quiet? I thought, oh, he doesn't want to disturb anybody, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, you were mid conversation with this lad, and this really loud, deep voice come over and said, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Who are you talking to at this time of night? Put that bloody phone down!" <laughs> and the young, the young lad went like, "Oh God, it's me dad!" <laughs> and the phone went down, yeah. and I thought, "Oh, you're, you're being rumbled there." Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hard one because he's probably just like you were listening. Do you know what I mean? Aye. But he says. Aye. I'm going to go for, for Brooke. I'm going to try and get on. And, uh, uh, there, was, there was a few that happened like that. I remember once having a conversation. Getting This is absolutely true. We were running Aye. a competition for a, a, a trip. Some, I think it was Jamaica. Tony, Tony next door might correct me. I think it, we were giving away a holiday in Jamaica, which you know, worth a fortune, thousands. Mm-hmm. And a ring, and everybody had, all, everybody had to do was just give us your phone number. And uh-huh. and one number would be would be selected at random, and we ring you. We tell you you've won the holiday. Happy days. And I rang this uh-huh. house, and the woman, uh, and I said, "Hello, uh, can I speak to whoever it was that was on the, the you know the name attached to the number?" Mm-hmm. And that's me. What are you ringing me at this time of night for? How dare you <laughs> disturb? And I I got like five minutes of bollocking. Mm-hmm. And then, then I said, "Oh, by the way, you've you've won a holiday." And it was Aye. like, "Oh, have we?" And it was like, "What? I mean, you, cannot, you cannot make it up." I, I would have been, da- I would have been dancing, but instead I got admonished. So uh, here you go. Aye. But I mean, like, like, like I say, technology. I mean, new. Mm. I've got a, I've got a posh DAB radio and posh headphones, and I can record onto a memory stick. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But back. Back in the day, it was like the transistor radio that you know, Absolutely. and then me, me po- then me posher one that wouldn't reach to me, me bed, <laughs> you know. But like I say, I got I got round everything, you know. Even even with the, the Halloween's of the Walkman, yeah, it was it was in me locker at work, and I couldn't get anybody to record it in the house because you had to physically press the button. Yes, for sure. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't like do it and then just leave it. I would miss off the show, you know. So yeah. over the over the years, I've got round different ways, you know, listening to the show, you know. You've done, um, brilliant, you've done brilliant, mate. Aye. Thank you, mate. And, aye, and I, used to, I used to listen to you hot and heavy as well, Good you man. know, because um, I was into all the, uh, the noisy stuff and um, I, I was more into the punk and the thrash stuff, but you used to play some of that as well. I did. You know. Absolutely. Aye. Because hey. I always remember your, I always remember your Venom thing, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there we yeah, up, ups and downs interviews, aren't they? Really? Aye, aye. Was that <laughs> was that genuine? That like, were you really sort of physically? It was. It it started off kind. Of, it seemed at the very beginning to be a little bit tongue in cheek until the first mm. blow was struck, and then it then it got a, got a bit serious really quite quickly after that. Aye, aye. Because uh-huh. uh, I remember you playing it like, and there was a lot of bleeps in it like. <laughs> yeah, and they they um, ended up putting it on one of their albums. I later, oh, like, did I, I later discovered, aye. but but here. Yeah, aye. 
Anyway, right. Michael, thank you very much anyway right. for coming on. Well, um, keep your ghost on things going. Will. And, and um, good luck with things in the future. Thank you, man. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, mate. Take okay, it then. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, now, if you love your ghosts and all things spooky, we do a live ghost hunt every week on Facebook and YouTube. You can watch what happens every Sunday night from 9pm. It's free. But if you become a supporter, then you get at least an hour extra every week. You also get a thing that we call the blah, which is sort of a debrief every week that only supporters can see. And, of course, you can ring in and talk to us. We would love to hear from you. If that's not enough, you'll also get to watch us film it live every Wednesday night if you're on Facebook and the rough, unedited version by the Friday if you're on YouTube. All this extra for the price of a drink every month, not even every week. Search for Night Owls UK on either Facebook or YouTube. There's over a year's worth waiting for you right now. And you get all the extra bits. And in the extra bits, people send in their pictures that they've screenshotted of all kinds of stuff. We've had full-bodied apparitions, and all of that's waiting for you. Come and join us, become a supporter, and help us along the road.